This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And Kim McCusick joins us in studio. Film study Baltimore. What's up, Ken? Life's good. How about you, Rob? Doing well. I can't complain. The Ravens finished up Sunday with a 24-16 win. They had six sacks. Two against Ryan Tannehill, who played, what, three quarters? And four down the stretch against Malik Willis. Was this a case of the pass rush just obviously later on dominating that, that, that offensive line? Or was it a young quarterback who put himself in harm's way? Malik Willis does not do well with color. So if the jerseys are floating in front of him, that includes some stunts. The Ravens ran a lot of those. Uh, he gets confused a little bit. A lot of quarterbacks that happens to, particularly young quarterbacks, they lose their focus downfield, right? And they end up uh, uh, moving around the pocket sometimes unnecessarily. He he scrambled a few times, uh, and that's that's what I thought. That's why I asked that because it looked like he was rolling into pressure a couple of times. I don't want to take anything away from the pass rush, but I think it was aided by him. Sure, and and the fact that they had to throw help too, uh, and it's not his uh, his best option there. We talked about the pass rush and the fact that, I mean, they're tied for the lead in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's somehow they're getting it done. But they don't have that, you know, they don't have a Bosa or a Watt or, you know, a Garrett. Is that a need at the trade deadline? In, in, in my opinion, no. Okay. I, I, I like Owe and ideally Bowser to be the two guys who would fix the any depth concerns of the pass rush. Bowser would give them that pass rush flexibility to drop off the line of scrimmage. Unfortunately, the, the signals we're hearing now saying, I'm going to have to have you tell them about it, aren't good ones. Uh, I don't think a Jabo will make a big difference coming back, but I think Oway will in terms of adding one extra guy who can bring pressure, keep people fresh, a little depth just in case somebody gets hurt. Mm. But Van Noy and Clowney have been so good recently, it's it's uh, going to be hard even to get them off the field. Yeah. Your thoughts about the injury to Marcus Williams, and he was, already looked like he was playing hurt. Uh, even when you watch him just standing back there, kind of looks like he's just favoring that one side. Yeah, it looks like he's playing with one arm. You really saw it on the two long Henry runs, the 63-yard run and then the 15-yard touchdown run. Both times, you know, the first time he had to just throw his whole body in front of Henry to get him outside, out of bounds. The second time he just kind of slapped at Henry on the way by and didn't look good. I, I, you know, Geno Stone shouldn't be playing so few snaps if he's available and Marcus Williams is the guy playing the, playing the back end. So I, I think we'll see, you know, we'll certainly see Geno Stone for pretty much every play, I think, against the Lions. Whether or not we see Williams for some uh, will be interesting. Mollette did not have a good game, so it could be that Hamilton will move back into the nickel role mm-hmm. and we'd see uh, uh, Marcus Williams on the back end. But I, this is a, it's a place where the Ravens need a body immediately is at safety. Kid McCusick joins us from Study Baltimore. 85% four-man rush. They didn't use a lot of cover too early. And Hamilton was in the box to defend against Henry. So... I can't remember, and, and, and I'm sure you can. Was most of Henry's success late after Hamilton was ejected? Uh, it was in the second half. Yes, I'd say it was after Hamilton was ejected. In the, the uh, I'm trying to remember the 63 yard run, right? Oh. Uh, w- was or not? But I think it was. 
and uh, that was after, and the 15-yard was. So that's right there. That's what, 78 of his 97 yards? Yeah. So so that's uh, that's most of it. So anyway, yeah, it uh, he, they used him up like a used him up front like a linebacker. Ideally, he'd be playing the nickel in that situation. But it was in, this is even at base. They had eight men in the box, and they're playing single high for basically the first time all year. Right, at any significant amount. What about the secondary? I think we talked about Williams. What about Marlin when he was back? Did he look the same to you? I mean, I don't think we've seen Marlon up to speed quite yet, and, yeah. and maybe we won't the rest of the year. At least he was physical in this game, played the mm-hmm. run pretty well in a game that they really needed him to. Uh, he's, he's still splitting snaps. He's still getting up to, to, to speed here. Um, they have a lot of guys now who, who want snaps. Uh, Yassine is back there, and Darby, and they're both playing reasonably well. Stevens has played well, I think, so far. So uh, it'll be interesting. It moved Stevens to safety if he didn't catch it late in the game to to take the place of Marcus Williams when he departed. So uh, Stevens is now the only guy who's played every snap defensively for the team this year. What's your take specifically on Van Noy? Because he's a guy that I've always liked in this league. I like him, yeah. And and like even coming to this team, I just think he's a, he's a nice piece to kind of rotate in there with the rest of these pass rushers. Yeah, outstanding player. What we haven't really seen very much from him is dropping to coverage yet, but we've seen him as a pass rusher. It's unbelievable. Six pressures in this game. Uh, has an unbelievable spin move every time it shows up. You know, you you say, "Where's that been?" You know, kind of thing. And I, when I see that, I, I say, if he could teach that to Adafi Owe, that would be perfect. You know, just to, what are his mechanics in going through that uh, would be something really special. But Van Noy's been terrific and uh, still has the speed to stunt and get inside when he needs to. Uh, got that explosive spin moves. Had, still has a little bit of dip to the outside. Been, been just a great asset. Kim McCusick in studio with us. Ravens win in London, completely different scene than what we saw years ago. Their last trip out there, so many other distractions as well. What did they do different this time from the first time in London? So I I think the biggest thing, and they talked about this a lot uh, over the last week, was that they left early, and we heard players like Jadavian Clowney talk about getting their sleep schedule synced up uh, to to London time, getting getting over there. Uh, They spent a lot of additional money. You know, getting over there early, staying in a hotel is not that that costs money, obviously, to keep a team uh, put up there. But I think they got a good return on the money, and uh, uh, the the fan presence over there just terrific as well. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. Okay, it's unbelievable how many people I know personally yeah. that went over there. So that I mean, it's Me just, and you saw it on the television broadcast, a lot of purple. Yeah, I mean, I know that's those games. Is every NFL jersey is represented in those games? Yep. But the majority were Ravens fans of the. Of the American jerseys I saw. Anyway, what about with somebody I don't think we've talked about at all? Is Patrick Queen finally coming into his own? I mean, I, he, this is his best season, no doubt about it. There's a whole bunch of things that have been improved about his play. And had someone come on the show last night and talk about one in particular that I think really underscores all of the things that Patrick Queen is doing better now than he was before. But it was a play where he actually got fooled at the snap, went the wrong direction. I think Ryan Mink might have posted the, the right. video from it. And then he, he, he corrected himself, moved back over to the, to the right side to, to catch a ball carrier for a, for a short gain that, that's, that stopped him short of the line to gain. And it's a play in the past. He would have misdiagnosed it and got lost. He would have gone for the eye candy, and then he would have missed the tackle. The whiff, you know, so, yeah. so all those things he's doing at a higher level now in, in terms of, uh, of recognition and uh, awareness and whatnot. Uh, so having a, having a very fine year, he's really going to get paid for it. Couldn't be yeah. happier for him. It's funny. I wonder now if he was not going to be raving because someone's going to pay him. Yes. And they can't afford it. Whereas Great. before, like, well, he's probably gone. Now it's like they're going to want to keep him. He's going to be gone. 
Let me ask about the red zone offense. We had a, a ton of talk about all the field goals that were kicked and some of the things that, that transpired in the game. I wasn't happy with uh, like some of the things we saw from the team. I felt like a lot of the time playing not to lose instead of to win, if that makes sense. What, what were your thoughts on what we saw from the red zone offense? I mean, there, there was some uh, definitely some conservatism there. I, I think I'm generally... In, I'm in favor of aggression that, that, that follows analytics closely, but I'm also in favor of the better team playing small pot poker, if you understand what I mean yep. there, that they want to, they want to take smaller risks um, <clears throat> because it's, it's, just, you know, it's just not worth it to take the bigger risks and, and, and put the game into fewer plays. But the, the, you know, the Ravens, interesting, the, the thing I find interesting anyway is the way the fans react to it. So they went 12 for their first 15, actually 13 for 16. What's the reason? It's better play calling. And now they've been one for their last eight. It's lousy play calling. But, <laughs> uh, real quick on that, too, because the, right before the half, how did you feel before that? I was really angry because I felt like you've got a marquee player quarterback. You've got a team that has a bad secondary. I don't mind the run on first down to get the clock going. I understand all that. But at some point, like taking some chances to get the ball down the field, they end up getting bailed out because of a muff punt and they kick a field goal. But like, And even Lamar taking the deep shot there. I was upset at that, saying... You need five yards to give Justin Tucker a realistic shot. There, I want the field goal. But uh, your take just kind of on that. Because I think those two things go hand in hand where people think they're being ultra-conservative in the red zone and then you're being ultra-conservative before the half. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. I, I think there were there were other more optimal plays that would have been a mid-range play, particularly at, at the end of the half there. And they didn't need a lot of yards. They just really needed one first down. Uh, and they were just a few yards short. So, yeah, I, I understand that. And, uh, you know, fortunately that worked out. Uh, but you know, kicking six field goals in that situation, they probably had a couple opportunities there where they could have gone for it, yeah. and they decided not to. Kid McCusick joins us, filmstudybaltimore.com. Kid, over the past half decade or so, trade deadline in the NFL has become almost like the NBA and Major League Baseball. Do you see the Ravens addressing any uh, of their needs to do the trade? Well, I, I don't think they're going to go edge, and I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. The other thing we've heard, we always hear a lot, is marquee skill position players, and I don't think they're going to go for that. I don't think Devontae Adams is coming to Baltimore. I don't think Saquon Barkley is coming to Baltimore. I don't really think either would make sense at this juncture. Uh, so my selections are, are you know just a lot less sexy. They're also less expensive, but safety, they need one this week. They need to find somebody else who can hopefully play the back end, look pretty good within McDonald's defense this week, and They've got Houston Carson, who could be elevated. Uh, Deron Harmon would have been ideal. I guess Williams could play hurt again, so they got that possibility. Um, yeah, the, a hidden one is now the interior defensive line. Uh, do, do they have to have somebody to replace Brent Urban if he can't go this week? But they, they could use some depth there. And then I think the big one, and they've got to really decide over the next couple of weeks exactly where they are with Ronnie Stanley for 2024 and decide if they want to go out and try and get a left tackle at the trade deadline here. There are some motivated sellers, so there are some, are some players – um, that might be traded, but on the other hand, it's going to be a very expensive pickup, whether it's done via the draft, free agency at the end of the season, or a trade now. Can I? What do you think the cause of this uh, the red zone slide has been? They were the best team in the red zone after four games, I believe, and now they just I I don't know what was going on with the play calling. This you know Gus Edwards up the middle three times. What, what do you attribute this lack of success to? So probably. A, a, a multiple things are involved here. One is they got a little bit lucky early in the year to accomplish what they did. And I look at the interception to Beckham that, sorry, that Beckham could not prevent last mm -hmm. week. 
Okay, and then you took, go back the week before, I believe it was, might have been two weeks before, week before, I believe, when Andrews caught the ball in the corner of the end zone, a fade ball that probably Lamar shouldn't have thrown. Yeah, he threw and, it to double coverage for yeah. sure. So anyway, a, a situation where uh, they got a little bit lucky in that. They're being a little more conservative with the run. Some of that was to burn clock. Um, and some of it was was just to uh, uh, try and not give the ball away down there. Uh, and they're being a little bit conservative in terms of not going forward on fourth down. So they had a f- one and a half yard to go uh, near the end where they took the field goal, and mm-hmm. it was an obvious choice for the mm-hmm. field goal because yeah, the score. Yeah, but but I I was a little upset of fourth and I I feel like I feel like they've been listening to the critics too much. Where I, I, there is a feel for the game at times where maybe you avoid the analytics and you go okay I want to play this safe and I get it. Um, but there are times too where you know the situation. It's fourth and one. You're all on the goal line, and you've got a backup quarterback that's going to come in. Like I'm going for it in that situation. You know, like I, I, I'm going to have him backed all the way up and it, it being in an uncomfortable sit. So those types of things. I, I did want to ask you about. Uh, so Keaton Mitchell. I want to see him. What do you think of Zay Flowers' first touchdown? And of course, Bateman's kind of been. What's going on there? Okay, so let's address those one at a time. Keaton Mitchell, great speed threat. A lot of their speed threats are not getting really used at this point anyway. So Duvernay, uh, not really getting used at all, didn't have a touch this week. Uh, Justice Hill was three catches, made them all, but for zero net yards. Um, And so it's really only flowers at this point. Uh, For them to make really good use of Keaton Mitchell, they've got to create more space. To create more space, it really comes down to flowers and potentially Bateman as the two guys who can do that. Flowers has got to be used on more deep routes down the field. He needs to be less of the gadget guy for the other speed guys to matter. What I would say about the Flowers touchdown in particular was that I love the way it was an extended play. He was working the whole time to get free. He did in the end, and Lamar found him. It's great trust points, and I think that's a connection we're going to see over and over again. No problem in terms of the distance of that throw. Um, I just want to see Flowers more attracting the attention of the safety downfield and, and having some of these other guys making catches underneath and, and making yards after the catch. Cam McCusick, filmstudybaltimore.com. Can I mean, you look at the final numbers rushing the football? The Ravens did pretty decent on Sunday. However, most of that success was Lamar's. Are you? I'm not really satisfied with what I'm getting out of the running backs. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, running out of 11 personnel is is more difficult than running out of 21 and 22 and all these point of attack offenses. They're very heavy that they've had during the Roman era. Um, you know, it's it's a trade off between having okay. a better passing game, having a running game. I could have told you going into this year that, that uh, Gus Edwards was going to have his worst ever career year for uh, average yards. I think that was a given, given mm-hmm. they're going to have to run out of 11. Uh, Ricard still has a pretty prominent role in this offense. So, you know, I think they can go to the run when needed. Um, that I've been fairly impressed with in terms of, of getting it done, at least. He's actually been consistently good, mm-hmm. Ricard. I don't notice, but even like last week, Lamar got ta- He kicked out the linebacker, and Lamar ran outside instead of inside. And I mean, you learn that in Pop Warner. Yeah, guys kicking out, you run behind him. But anyway, he ran right. The defender was still a good block. Yep. Hey, so Ken, uh, one last thing I got for you. Just looking at the upcoming game, you see a, a Lions team coming in after coming home from London. I know you haven't had a chance necessarily to break down the Lions, but feels weird to be talking about them and, and thinking that this is going to be a really, really good team. So it should be a fun game come Sunday. I don't think they take them for granted. I, I think you're right that there that there's still some possibility for, for jet lag coming back. I do think the Ravens made the right decision to not let the Cats go everywhere this early in the season because it's hard to get them back together. And young men... Do some stupid things, as you know, as we know, particularly late at night, and especially in another country. Yeah, in another country. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, all those things are are potential risks if they if they uh, take the break. Now, I, I'm glad they they waited to take it. I don't think they'll take the Lions lightly, and I think they actually match up pretty well defensively against the Lions. 
Ken McCusick, tell us all about Film Study Baltimore. Thanks. Uh, Film Study Baltimore Ravens Talk. Look for it on all your podcast apps. Uh, Rob just told you the website. You can go get articles there as well. There you go. Thanks a lot, Ken. Appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.